two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Welcome to the Pod Fast Foodcast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. And on this show, for one year, we've been going to different fast food locations, trying a menu item, reviewing it, discussing it, searching for hidden details. Happy anniversary, Rye. Thanks. Happy anniversary to you two. We're taking it back. Back to where it all began. The Big Mac. McDonald's. So we needed to check back in with them. We needed to make sure that they were keeping things steady, that they were keeping up their quality one year out, 2023. What do they got? The truth, yeah, the truth is, is that, I mean, what are you without consistency? Exactly. You know, no, no fast food is good enough for one burger. I mean, anyone can make one burger. Well, that's the name of the game in fast food is, is that they, they pump these things out with regularity and expediency. You got to make sure it's good each time. True. Now, over the past year, we've picked up many new listeners who probably have no idea what the Big Mac is. How is that possible? So let them know what it is. <laughs> Didn't you already do that? <laughs> well, that could have been talking about anything. <laughs> You already did that, right? And everybody knows. Everybody knows. People know McDonald's. McDonald's is everywhere. They know what the Big Mac is. It's the it's the double it's the double burger with the special sauce and pickles. I feel like that's those are the stars here. True. Everybody knows the Big Mac. If you listen to the Podfast Foodcast and you've listened to every single episode, which every single one of our listeners has done, obviously, because the show is so good Maybe. that they went through and listened to every episode. They couldn't get enough. Even if you jumped in with one of the newer ones, you had to go through and listen to all of them immediately. That's called completing the journey for us. Exactly. Let us know if you've completed the journey. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag complete, complete the journey. Yeah. Or hashtag journey complete. Yeah, journey complete yeah. if you've completed the journey. And like a little... Uh, Instagram reel of you like fist bumping and saying journey complete. This feels like it has some like going clear, like Scientology vibes to it. (laughs) (laughs) When you've all leveled up to level three, uh, you'll become an exclusive inner circle member of the podcast foodcast family. They'll get one new episode and then you'll ascend. Yeah. The, the Big Mac, this is, this is one of the, 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 this is one of the most iconic sandwiches in fast food. Fact. One of the most iconic anything in fast food. One of the most iconic anythings of anything. So iconic that the Big Mac is known worldwide and is often used as a symbol of American capitalism and decadence, according to wikipedia.com, <laughs> which is not to be used as a source. Thanks, Wikipedia. The Big Mac is beautiful. We liked it the first time, if I recall correctly. Yeah. I believe we both gave it five golden arches out of five. Big, big, big fans. What's your favorite part? Of the Big Mac? Yeah. I hope you didn't ask me this before and I'm about to contradict my thoughts. It's one year later. I'm I'm a different person. No contradictions here. It's one year later. The middle bun. 
Wow. Controversial. I really like it. One of my favorite parts is the way in which the sauce and kind of just the juices, the pickle and, you know, all the dampness soaks into that middle bun. I think it creates an awesome texture. I feel like we've talked about this a lot on the show. People have uh, probably picked this up over the last year. You like bread. Oh, I love bread. Big gluten fan. Yes. And I love when, you know, the bread like soaks up all the other things that I like. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part. What's your favorite part? Uh, Either the pickles or the sauce. And there are pickles, there's relish in the sauce. So they kind of go hand in hand. But sure. I like that pickly, briny, sour sensation. That's that's probably my favorite part. A question for you. I'm with you on the bread thing. Uh-huh. What are, What's your take on like... When does it become soggy or too soggy for you? Or are are you into like the Chicago dip style where you dump the whole sandwich into the juice and then pull it out? Is soggy not a problem or? Soggy's not really a problem for me. Yeah. With like, with sandwiches and stuff. I kind of yeah. like it. I don't know. I'm sure I have an upper limit on that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean like I'll have a sub sandwich. I'll eat half of it. I'll put another half in the fridge. Yeah, the bread will get soggy. I don't really care. Yeah. Because it's it's soggy with stuff that I was already going to eat on the sandwich anyways. So to me, it's just like additive. It just gets baked right in. Yeah. And that's definitely further on the spectrum because on something like a Big Mac or like a, a sauce-based like burger or something, you're not getting like too soggy, right? You get no. that. you it, It's moist. Apologies if people don't like that word. But it doesn't get like drenched. It's not. A soggy yeah. piece of bread. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I also don't have much of a problem with that. Yeah. We had the Big Mac today. What True. did you what did you think of this Big Mac that we ate today? So I when we got it, I was like, I'm gonna get you half of this. That's kind of my plan. The whole thing devoured. Vacuumed right up. Mm-hmm. Couldn't say no. I mean they just get it right every single time, dude. Wow. They really do. I don't know if I've had a bad experience with a Big Mac ever in my entire life. Hmm. And I remember the first day I had a Big Mac with our grandma <laughs> at our local McDonald's. I remember the booth I sat in, gone now, because they remodeled a couple times. And I remember, like, I'm an adult now. How old do you think you were? Uh, seven. Yeah. Maybe eight. But I was like, this is this is a big boy meal. I've seen my dad eat these. And it made my stomach hurt really bad after I ate it because it was probably probably the most food I've ever eaten at once. Weird. <laughs> and um, tummy troubles for rye. Weird. I thought it was awesome. I don't think I've had a bad Big Mac. I mean, I, there's parts of it I don't love. I don't like how it kind of falls apart. The part of me, and this is stupid. I don't like that, and I would rather it didn't do that. I don't hate it though. I feel like it gets some variance in your bites. Especially mm-hmm. as you lose your top bun, and then you get a bite that's kind of sauce and meat, and you still have the middle bun as bread. I think the middle bun like really helps with like that exact problem of like your top and bottom bun will slide because of how much sauce and lettuce and stuff are, is on there, but you'll still get bites that have bread in them, which I think is is valuable. Yeah, I, I was gonna drop in and say that uh, the common complaint that I hear about the Big Mac. Is, is that it's like sloppy or messy or there's just lettuce falling everywhere and it, right. it falls apart some. That That is what I hear from people when I think of um, 
inconsistencies from Big Mac to Big Mac is a yes. sloppier one versus a more put-together one. I, I don't know if we mentioned this in the first episode. For reference for our listeners, the first episode of our podcast was under eight minutes. True. So we don't think we mentioned anything, honestly. It was a lot shorter than our than our newer episodes. So I'm not sure if we mentioned this in the original, but uh, something that I always notice whenever I'm looking at the Big Mac, especially in like marketing or promotional materials, it always surprises me that there is just the one slice of cheese. Yeah. If I'm not looking at one, I would have always just assumed that there was a second slice on top of the upper patty. But not only is there not cheese on top of the upper patty, there's also not cheese on top of the bottom one. The cheese goes on the bottom. Yes, I've never understood why sometimes places do that and sometimes they don't. Well, I think that McDonald's does it that way because of how they put it together in the box. Think about like them on the line, you know, box opened up. They put the top part of the bun in one half, the bottom part, and then the uh, in the other. And uh, it's how they kind of put the whole sandwich together that you end up with the slightly misshapen or like not misshapen, but like yeah, the how the layering works. And then they close it together and then it all I forms. See. That's So that's how you get like a, oh, why is the cheese on the underside versus being on top and things like that? Yeah. Geniuses at McDonald's. Yeah. Geniuses. I thought the, the one that I had today was quite good. Uh, but but like most Big Macs, you know, it's it's a bread and lettuce forward sandwich. True. A lot of bread, a lot of lettuce. For me, that's a positive. That works. Lots yeah. of bread, lots of lettuce. It isn't super forward on the beef or um, like the cheese, like a typical burger is, but lots of bread, lots of lettuce, and then all of that aforementioned, my favorite part, the pickly goodness between the sauce and the pickles themselves. Right. It's a great sandwich. It really is. Well, Rye, I don't know about you, but I feel like we can slightly blow past the rating and review episode of the show. Mm-hmm. This is a five arches sandwich. A five star Abs- sandwich. Absolutely, if you will. dude. This is a five golden arches out of five. Never say never, but I think it always will be. Whoa. That's bold. I know. True pristine golden arches. These aren't just the yellow ones they put on the on the stores nowadays. Mm-hmm. I'm saying real twenty four karat gold arches. Five of them. That's that's saying something. The, the The Big Mac was introduced in 1968. Mm-hmm. It's been around for a long time. It's been around since far longer than either of us have been alive. It's going to be around a lot longer. You don't think that they can ever break from the five, five arches rating? I don't think there's ever been a bad Big Mac ever made. Wow. And if you disagree, drop your hashtag Big Mac fails in the comment section. <laughs> Rye, do you know a man named Dan Gorsk? No. Yeah, there's a man named Dan Gorsk. He's from Wisconsin. He is 69 years old. He is an American world record holder known as the ultimate Big Mac fan. What? Dan has eaten over 32,672 Big Macs in his lifetime. What? He claims that Big Macs constitute 90 to 95% of his total solid food intake. Now, can I be honest? Yeah. 
I've never looked at him before. I, I've never seen what he had the actual human looks like. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna react. This is my live reaction to what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, a little different than I thought, but <laughs> he was featured oh, okay. in the documentary "Supersize Me," so I have seen him before because I've seen that film. Yeah, but that's not him on the cover. That it's not his movie. No, he's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, no. Morgan Spurlock is the director and star of that documentary. Dan Gorsk is just a person in the movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, on May 17, 2022, Gorsk celebrated 50 years of eating Big Macs nearly every day since May 1972. That's nuts. I don't, I don't think that's healthy no matter what you're eating. I mean, you just said that you're looking at a picture of him. He doesn't look unhealthy. He looks messed up in the head. I'm going to be honest. Oh, whoa, and whoa. That's, and, that's, and that's what I meant. Ryan. If you're eating the same thing every single day, you're going to lose it. He likes them. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me, after you were trying to induct them into the Platinum Arches Club, effectively, you're telling me that you couldn't eat a Big Mac every day? Or nearly every day? I don't think I could even come close. No. I think like day three, I'd be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I agree. I think like, uh, yeah, after like a second day in a row of eating a Big Mac, I'd be like, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He commented in 2008 that his OCD is what fuels his love of Big Macs. Okay. Now, I didn't mean, I didn't mean the harsh language that I said. (laughs) That was messed up, dude. I can't believe you actually said that. That was... (laughs) That was kind of ableist. Uh, he he said that he notes and also records when and where he eats his Big Macs in a notebook he always carries, and that he has kept every burger receipt in a box. I think he's still doing this. I told you on May of last year he celebrated fifty years of doing this. Well, so, like, do you think he like? Like, do you think he tells people he still does this, but in secret he's eating other things? Well, he does eat things that aren't Big Macs. It's not the only, only thing he eats. He says that 90 to 95% of his uh, solid know, food intake. These days, he ends looking at like, like 45. The fact that he calls it solid food, I would imagine he's doing other stuff. Drinking water. <laughs> well, yeah. But. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Ryan, right, I thought that we uh, could take a look back. Now that we've talked Big Mac, I thought we could take a look back at our podcast. Okay. You know, we've done over 40 episodes of the show. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Do you, what stands out to you when you look back on the one year of this podcast? I'm a huge fan of the lineup of items. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we at sometimes we've struggled to pick an item for a week. But um, I think that what, we, what we've landed on each week has created an awesome set of just like varying fast food items from different restaurants, from different categories, different mm-hmm. so- scales of restaurants. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a really big fan. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm a little proud of this list. I am too. I, you know, even good variety and like the size of the item, right? We've done things like we've done drinks or sides, mains, you know, we've kind of done it all. Dessert. Breakfast, lunch, dessert, dinner. Lots of variety in the offerings. 
I like that when when I'm going through the episodes here, you know, you can see the evolution where we started is something that was a little quicker, a little tighter, just about the item itself. That transformed into be, being more about the restaurants in general and tangents and the like. We did a tournament earlier this year. That was fun. Uh-huh. A major success. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. It completely overshadowed the basketball back in back in March 2023. Yeah. No one talked about the basketball this year. Do you have a favorite episode? I do. The day was December 13th of 2022. Mhm. Uh, it was the last season 1 episode. We took a we took a little break. Yep. After that. Dave's double. Classic episode. That's a great episode. Baffles me you know, that episode's only 18 minutes long. Cuz when I was listening when I'm listening to it it feels like 6 hours, dude. I feel like I'm there again. <laughs> What's your word up? That was an emotional one. I'm going to go on the same sort of emotional chord, but a different emotion. I'm going to say the Jimmy John's episode. Oh, Lord. Bad episode. Wrong. You write all these captions, all the descriptions for each episode. Yes, that's true. And I'm a big fan of them. Thank you. I wanted to let you know that my favorite one that you ever read Mm -hmm. was the one for Onion Rings, which I'll now read. Yeah, read read it out for us. I feel it in the pod. I smell it in the cast. It began with the frying of the great rings. This week, Ryan... (laughs) This week, Ryan and Steven simply walk into a burger game. (laughs) (laughs) Steven, the land of America. (laughs) I can't even do it. (laughs) In the fryers of the fast food... The Dark Lord Burger King forged a master onion ring. Into this onion ring, he poured his batter, his dehydrated onions, and his will to dominate all fries. I want to be honest, I forgot that you wrote all that, and I wasn't prepared to read it. (laughs) Ryan, come on, one more line. My favorite one. One onion ring to rule them all. Yeah, that one's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I like to, you know, include some references. I think I think our fans, I hope that they all appreciate them. Big Lord of the Ring fans out there. Middle Earth, Tolkien. Yeah, you definitely make the references. <laughs> um, sometimes, sometimes they land and it makes sense. <laughs> But they're always there, and I, you know, I'm there for them. Thanks, Rye. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there was, like you said, a lot to be proud of in this first year. I think that we did a really good job with it. I'm patting ourselves on the back. I'm going to give us five podcasts out of five. Nice. What I about agree. You? Really? Five podcasts out of five. Yeah. Five podcasts out of five. I think we did a great job. Apple Podcast gives us a 4.3 out of 5. Okay. No no reviews. I need to know what we need to do better. Okay, so everybody needs to start reviewing the podcast. Everybody needs to start subscribing to our podcast. You need to start talking to us on social media. You need to start giving the show out to your friends. You get real, We really got to pump these numbers, pump these metrics, people. 
I know that 2% of you are subscribed. (laughs) (laughs) We love engagement, but really what we want is for you to say nice things about us in a review on Apple Podcasts. Who's given our podcast one star? A prankster. No way you're you're listening to him. You're like... Somebody that that thinks they're real funny. You think you're funny? I'll find you. 4.3. 4.3. Do you know what that says about us? Hmm. We're just as good as fresh air. Same rating. That's oft considered one of the greatest podcasts ever made. So there you go. We're as good as NPR. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what everyone has been saying. Everyone's talking about it. Ryan, what would you like to see from year two of the Podfast Foodcast? Um... Let's see. 50 episodes. We're getting close. Um, let's see. More bangers. Oh. Now, what does that constitute? You know, like Dave's Double? The episode? The sandwich or the episode? The episode, not the, the episode. sandwich. That's a banger episode. More more, more certified classics. You, you think that we need to be on our A game more? Have we been phoning yeah. it in? Oh, I, I think we fell off a long time ago. <laughs> season one is where we peaked. Season two, it was never the same. Sophomore slump, dude. It happens. Uh, more chicken sandwiches. Okay. Because I realized we've been on chicken sandwiches so long. I didn't realize that until I looked at the. Which one in particular would you like us to try? What do you think? Um, McCrispy? I'm thinking, hmm, I'm thinking McCrispy. Mm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Arby's. I'm thinking Arby's chicken sandwich. I'm thinking Wendy's chicken sandwich. I'm thinking Raisin Cane's chicken sandwich. Popeye's? I'm thinking Popeye's chicken sandwich, dude. That's a good one. There are a lot of chicken sandwiches out there, so we have no shortage of those. We've reviewed two of them on the show. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, KFC. And we're trying to rank all of them. And I think we uh, we got a little lost. Yeah. In, in the world of fast food. So we got to get back on that. And you know a thing or two about uh, ranking... Ranking food and or things that you put into your mouth. I love ranking drinks. If you have any, I you know, curiosities about what a real podcast reviewer knows about sodas, go to Fork on YouTube. It's Fork Soda Reviews. Just a little plug for everybody. Thanks. So they know. In year two, I would like to see, thanks for asking. <laughs> I think that we could do a little bit more of the chain game. I think that there are some out there that I would like us to go to that I think could make for good podcast fodder. The other day, one that I was thinking about, which is an Ohio staple that we should review on the show, Bob Evans. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Don't know how that's not come up before. (laughs) I think Bob Evans would make for a good good episode. I think that Applebee's could be a funny episode. Applebee's would be a great episode. Those were two that came to my mind as would make for good for good apps. Those could be certified bangers. They could be. You never know. Yeah, you know, that's why you got to listen to every episode. It's like a little treasure box. You never know what's inside. And every time I open one of the episodes, I think that it's the new greatest episode that I've ever listened to. I think that every one of our episodes is a certified banger. That's my takeaway. Why you just lied to me because you said that your favorite episode was the Jimmy John's episode. I said that was one of my favorite episodes. And I said uh, that because it is one of the five newest episodes of the podcast. And therefore, <laughs> that five. is therefore that is still true. 
I think our best episode was our last one, the Crumble Cookies episode, even though we did get in trouble for making that episode. So, in season two, I would like to see us make amends for that. Would you like to explain the situation? Coming soon. Well, (laughs) um, you know. Is this just a full-on teaser or, yeah? uh, You know, as much as we support big businesses on here, Mm -hmm. we don't support big businesses. And we encourage you... Yes. To go to your local bakeries. I'll go so far as to say as we hate all these places. Don't go to any no, of no, them. No, 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 Big no, business no. sucks. We hate capitalism. We hate no, corporations no, on this no. show. <laughs> I do. I'm putting my foot down. I hate these places. We. Do not support them. I love Jimmy John's. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exception. You support Jimmy John's. I support Jersey Mike's. Other than that, so, don't go to any of these places ever. In the future, maybe. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I gotta leave it. What do you think a tease is, dude? Oh, okay. Okay. We might, you know, branch out to some local businesses. Okay, that's all we'll say for now. But we'll we'll explain yeah. more in the future. <laughs> I want more more post credit scenes in year two. More like Avengers kind of stuff. I want more Marvel. You want more Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. We should get him on the show. I want Samuel L. Jackson on the podcast. Mm-hmm. To interview. Mm, we can't do that because of the actor strike. We could get Kevin Feige uh, on. He can come on to talk about the MCU because he's a okay. studio executive. So he could come on to talk. I, I've got some questions for Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. he better have answers we will not be having kathleen kennedy on the show no i think that she has oversaw a lot of great films coming out of lucas films over the years (laughs) ryan on the other hand would start screeching immediately and uh tear her a new one so that's that's not on that's on the table and i know i know he he listens to the podcast but if dave filoni could respond to his emails (laughs) I would really appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so you guys will have that to look forward to. I think a lot more... This will be more of a cinematic podcast universe where, yeah, yeah, with lots of long-running storytelling, lots of teases, lots of Mm team-ups. Some some fictional breaks where we, like, well, I break out into fiction stories in the episode. Mm. And uh, Ryan might wear a cape. I might. And I think that uh, that does it on year one of the Podfast Foodcast. That's crazy. That's crazy, dude. Time flies. It does. We're having fun. What a monumental achievement year one of the Podfast Foodcast was. So many of these, uh, th- th- this fast food fodder, this fast food fare, this fast food food... It had just been blown in the wind, unreviewed. Nobody had ever told people whether or not they should eat a Big Mac or not. That's true. Like, this is important, like, documents. This is basically journalism. It's preservation. Because we have opinions that would not be, you know, saved otherwise. Mm -hmm. When I die, I need people to know how I feel about the Big Mac every year. (laughs) 
you need people to know that you thought that the spicy potato soft taco was the best item on Taco Bell's menu. I do. I can't I can't go on not having people know that. What a season. What a season. What a time to be alive, dude. That's going to do it. I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been another fantastic episode of the PodFast Foodcast. Another fantastic year of the PodFast Foodcast is coming up to you next week. Oh! Year two! Oh my god, that's crazy. You know, by starting this show in the middle of the year, we can kind of have our cake and eat it too, so to speak, where every time a new year ends, that's one season of the show ending, but then we get to do double damage by halfway through the year in July, celebrating the new year of the podcast. So many good episodes that we can, you know, birth out of this. So many money marketing opportunities. And because it's a podcast, every time we hit podcast number 50, 100, 150, etc. Uh, oh special my episodes. Oh, my God. We're geniuses. We planned it this way. Definitely. Definitely, definitely planned it this way. Yes, sir. All right. That's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya.